Yes, hi, hey, hello, g'day, and welcome to the Coast Football Ramble Podcast. This week, we catch up on our last couple of games against Newcastle and the Vuck. We catch up with Mariners midfield maestro and our latest centurion, Josh Nisbet. And of course, we answer your questions. I'm Pete, and I'm joined by Luke, Josh, and Morrow. Good evening. Hello. Good evening. Hello. Is it true that that very long and is because you were looking for the script? Yeah, I... Uh, well, <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? We don't have a script. <laughs> and don't I reveal our secrets. That's why you didn't I, find it. I didn't actually have a script. No, there's nothing written here. So uh, cheap, obviously that? I've done a lot of prep work for this week's episode. Uh, but uh, without further ado, let's get into it as we always do with Fred's question. Fred this week asks, I know we can only hope, but do you think we will try a different starting lineup? I, I would like to see Jing start. I just thrown it out there. Yeah. Um, I've been impressed with him off the bench. I like what he offers. He is quick. Mm. Must have the longest legs known to mankind. Long um, stride, yeah. Big stride. Looks like he's hardly moving, but he's definitely moving. <laughs> um, yeah, I just I just like what he offers. I think I've, I've liked when he's come off the bench and we've held up the play a few times, uses his body really well, um, but can also definitely play off the shoulder. And I've, I've just been impressed with his, his little bursts of impacts, um, whether that, you know, can translate to the full 75 minutes or however long he would play, who knows. But would like to see him get a chance. I just think, you know, a low score on the weekend, which was a good sort of a jammy goal to get. Um, uh, but, yeah, just have been impressed with Jing. Would like to see more. Mm. That's probably right now probably the main change I would make. And, and maybe at a stretch. Uh, Migsy, Migsy, Migsy. Yeah, I, 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 I know Torres is dividing opinion one way more than the other, uh, but yeah, another another game or two for him, for me, mm. I'm, I'm okay with. But once again, I've been impressed with Migsy off the bench as well. Mm. Um, that through ball he played, that sort of reverse mm. through ball he played on the weekend was, was magic. So... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, once again, whether it can translate to, you know, sort of 75, 80 minutes, who knows, but those would be the two changes that if we keep status quo, so to speak, that's the two changes I would make. Yeah, more Migsy for me. Yep, agreed. That's a good shout. I'm I'm in the Jing camp as well because uh, I'm going to get this wrong, but he came on, was it on Wednesday night? And he literally ran oh, from the bench yep. and immediately took a header that nearly scored. Mm. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was still, I, was still uh, I think it came off his shoulder, though, in fairness. But, um, yeah, I was still introducing him onto the pitch because with the AFC Cup games, we can't actually announce the substitution until a player actually crosses the line, which is, yeah, annoying. But anyway, um, yeah, I'm in the middle of saying Jing Reese and he goes up for the header and I'm like, Jing Reese! Yeah. <laughs> it was, it was a good moment. and uh, <laughs> But yeah, I think he's done enough to earn, you know, that that uh, that starting berth. So yeah, I think that's fair. Um, with Migsy, I don't know. I'm, I'm mixed on that. Not not so much because of anything about Migsy's performances, more about that he's a 17-year-old. And I was about to say, it is easy to forget that he still is only 17. He's got to protect <laughs> these young players. and um, he's, you know, a, he's a monster for a 17-year-old. True. Like, shoulders true. And I think, you know, he's, he's ready for maybe more than we've given him so far, for mm. sure, and, and it's okay to sort of push that limit. But um, uh, I was listening to the, 
the crappy team up the road's coach talking about how they're protecting a young bloke in their team who's not oh. a bad footballer and uh, thinking the same thing about Mixy that um, you just can't press the button too hard on these players too early because mm. uh, he's a, a superstar in the making and mm. and we really want to be um, in that with him and, and share that journey with him. So I think we really have to look after him. So it's that part that, that worries me a little bit. But, yeah... Both of them have come off the bench and had a massive impact in games. The energy that Mixie brought into that last game was sensational. Mm. Really pushed us into that last, um, you know, quarter of the game when we were looking to get something out of the game. Um, and yeah, every time Jing's come on, then he's done the same thing. And I think his confidence must be rising um, because of it. Got his goal. Was a well taken goal. Cracker. Yeah. Um, didn't I don't think I don't think he thought he was getting that chance. I think he was wringing his hands because he thought he'd missed the chance um, when he passed it to Tulio and then all of a sudden here it comes and he's he's putting it away. So mm. so yeah, I reckon it's an opportunity for uh, Mark Jackson to see that and raise his confidence another level by giving him a shot. So um, yeah, agree with that, but not sure about Mixie. Even even if Migsy starts coming off the bench a little bit early, because I think he came on at the 70th or 71st minute at the weekend. Um, you know, if he if he's in that sort of first round of substitutions, if you if you like, in the, uh, you know around the sort of 55th, 60th minute, to give him a bit more time to get into the game, I guess. I agree with that. Yeah, for sure. And yep. you talk about that too. Like on the weekend, we were well, the few of us in uh, Bay 16 were certain that it should have been Torres that should have come off mm. given probably the way he was playing <laughs> but also the fact that he looked pretty gassed mm. and yep. he does work hard. I know I know he's not perfect at the moment but he is working hard and he does seem to appear all of a sudden in spots defending. Slipped over for their second goal, unfortunately, but if he doesn't slip, probably – puts in a good shift there to make up for the space that maybe Maxi's left. You know what I mean? So he is he is working hard defensively, which looks like, you know, to me he's not 100% fit yet. Um, so I would have liked to see Mixie come off, come on for him around that 60 mm. or 65, I think would have been good. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, the, the substitution that was made then, Tulio was not happy. Not happy. No. Not happy Jan at all. No. Um, yeah. Mm. And he's so entertaining. We don't want him going off the pitch like that because – I don't even know which game it was in, but what about that one where he flips it over one guy, heads it past the next guy, flips it over the next guy, and then in that same flip off the volley, flips it over the cross. Oh, yeah. Um, all mm. in the one motion. And so even when he's not setting up goals like the one for a low and mm. that kind of thing, then Tulio's just got this thing of doing stuff that is just super entertainment. Um, it's all A's all the way. Mm. And that that... Yeah, Torres, he definitely has to improve for sure. He has to keep improving. But the one thing that I would say about um, how we're, and, and I guess it's Monty who's responsible for this, uh, we bring these players, South Americans, the reputation is uh, talent but lazy. Um, but watching Tulio and Torres both run almost the length of the field recently in different uh, times to um, support the defence when we were short just shows me that they're, they are... Mariners players that that you've got to have that you ca it doesn't matter where you come from or how much talent you've got you can't come here and not do the work um, and they are doing the work so so but I do think you're right Pete that um, you know maybe to encourage uh, Migsy and uh, push Torres along a bit um, you know 60 minutes Torres gets a break Migsy comes on mm. um, and working up if things don't start to sort of change to letting Migsy have a 60 minute go um, I think is a thing. Well, that's so. what you want. Competition for places is I think always so. good. Yeah, I think so. Uh, which actually 
Um, yeah, getting off the subject, but um, Dan Hall, um, competition for places, um, going okay there. Yep. Am I talking about that at the wrong time? A little bit, but yeah, we'll, we'll come back to that. You're off, yeah, you're bent. Let's go back. We'll come back. <laughs> I'm not going to say I told you so to every single person, but... Uh, That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. I have my year long I told you so with Benny. You can do it with Dan now. Thanks, mate. <laughs> Appreciate it. <laughs> you're listening to the Coast Football Ramble Podcast. Look at this. Look at this. Look at it. 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 Look at indeed. Let's have a look back uh, to Sunday afternoon at our paradise, of course. We'll go reverse chronological, I guess, guys, uh, for, the, for the preceding three games. So your Mariners 2, Melbourne 2. Um, yeah, a little bit of a nearly a ding-dong in this one, but uh, we always seem to have sort of uh, festivals of football against the against the Vuck, don't we? Mm, yeah, I mean, if, if based off first couple of games of watching us, watching them... Had I said, would you take a point at home against them? hundred oh, percent. Yeah. Would have said yes. I said that all 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 day Sunday. I'll take a point. Yeah. Yep. Um, you know, undefeated, have been playing pretty good. Mm. Um, still, st- still having their moments. Still having their. Oh, there's a little bit of last season book still in them. Popper <laughs> seems to have them set up a lot better though, defensively, yeah. structurally. I think they're they're looking a lot more sound. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe maybe even playing a bit safer. Like yeah, there, there's yeah. there's a lot of their fans who are not happy with the last sort of fifteen or twenty minutes of that game on the weekend, thinking that they were just kind of playing for a point in the end. Mm. Um, we battered them. We, though. we, 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 we were pin, going at them hard. We pinned them back. Yeah, yeah. And you know, so the, I don't think I think a few people maybe got a bit ahead of themselves with how good they actually were. But again, if you had to ask me, would you take a point? Would have said yes. So saying that, that was winnable. That was Absolutely. very winnable. And two two worldies. One worldy, one bit of dodgy defending for the second one. Um, yeah, it's 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 improvement, but still not where we need to be. That Fornaroli goal was very annoying. It just—I was so angry. Yeah, it yeah, just felt so like angry. one of us needed to just take just take kick him, him down, take him down, just kick him, take a yellow. I would have shut off. I haven't researched it because I can't be bothered, but. <laughs> I would love to see. It's a good excuse to be fair. To see, <laughs> that sounds like the podcast. All I would all love to see. We we come prepared to to this uh, show. I would love to see some kind of a stat somewhere about goals we've conceded. You know, like five minutes before halftime. Mm, so that, I, yeah. whether it's just because I, it's in my head because I remember them because they're the ones that are the most frustrating. But it feels like we do that a lot. Mm. And it was like last kick. Yeah. Just somebody kick the prick. Like. Mm. Just it felt like we defended well that entire first half. It as did. Well. It was just undid a whole first yeah. half's pretty good work. Mm. So frustrating, but that's what Bruno does. That's the sort of shit he does. Pretty sure it was my fault, actually. Because uh, well, when Caltech and he are out on the sideline and he's going nowhere for it, Rolly, then I'm saying to my brother, "Look at this! Caltech's got him in his pocket." <laughs> oh, Moz was you. He's yeah, put the Moz sure. on him. He's put the Moz like, on him. Oh. And, and then it was like, was that really a worldie? Oh, yes, that really was a worldie. I've seen some people blaming Dan Hall for s- this goal, actually. Oh, yeah. Dan Hall? Yeah. <laughs> How are they? Because he didn't step out of the line? Well, yeah, eventually he did step out of the line and uh, people are saying, oh, he got in Caltac's way. Fauna roughly lost Caltac by mm. miles. Just rolled He lost Caltac him. and who did Nutty? Storm? I think so, yeah. 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 So, no, uh, he he never should have got to that spot to shoot. Yeah. 
and then Vuka after the game said that a couple of years ago he might have been able to reach that. I was, yeah, I was going to say a few people blaming Vuka, which I can see that a bit of bit of uh, concrete in the boots, mm. maybe left over. I think. Mm, yeah, I don't know. I think it's 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 harsh because it's absolute top bins. Oh, it, it was Vuka's it was a weird one because when he hit it, it looked like it was going to go over. And yeah, it just kind of floated dips. and then just dipped, yeah. and then it was like, okay, well, yeah, we could have done more to prevent that, but it's hard to be like. I do doth us that. Like, no, fuck that. <laughs> not true. I mean, he's for not, for not, not 90% of the rest of the game on the ground. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Look, I'll take him in Socceroos over McLaren. All right? Oh, mate, I'll take you That's in Socceroos over McLaren. True. <laughs> I can score from outside the box. <laughs> if it looks like that, I'll give you a game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know. I can't fault Dan Hall on that, and I couldn't fault Vokas really either. If anything, I'd have to say Caltech can't let him come inside there. They're both grappling with each other, and he can't let him go like that. Mm. Um, You'd think Caltech would win the physical battle there, you know? Yeah. Well, he had been up until that point mm. for the whole game, and it was, and, and that's, you know, every time Fornaroli gets a ball, he's going to grab the defender, and mm. I felt like um, Caltech was prepared for that, which is why yeah. I stupidly shot my mouth off. But. Uh, <laughs> As we all do. <laughs> yes. I was midway through saying as well, the fourth official has indicated there will be a minimum of, and the ball hits the back of the net, <laughs> <laughs> one minute of time. Fuck. Try not to swear yeah. over the speakers. Oh, it was, it was a close run thing, hey? But it, I, I thought it was, yeah, a better first half defensively. Mm. Um, Jacob Farrell Fast against, oh. against yeah. the Conomedes. Oh, Has yeah. he emptied his fucking pockets yet or what? No way. He's going to need some bigger shorts. He's mm. got... Aaron Kunder in one, yeah. but Economides in another. Yeah, and um, Azani in, in in his back pocket as well. He's going to yeah, have to let on. him escape to Germany, Aaron Kunder. I will I will call it now, like I called my Silvera one last season. Mm. Jacob Farrell, Mariners, Mariners medalist. Yeah, no, so <laughs> that's not even a hot take. I, I would load up on that. He's only paying about a dollar one, but yeah. absolutely loading just, up on that. Just on fire. Yeah, outside of stupidness in the first couple of games with the red card and that sort of thing, mm. but between AFC Cup and the league games. He's just gone I'd up say levels, mate. Yeah. Absolute levels. Yeah, yeah. Soccer brews, like soccer brews, went. Mm. Which I think it's it's good that we've got good competition for that left back spot between him and between him and Jordy. Mm. But it's unfortunate as well for Farrell that he's also competing with him with, with Jordy Boss because he's also very good. But that's but yeah, perfect, like jo- like Joel King and Bayich aren't even in the conversation. Not anymore. even should not even get a look in for this next World Cup cycle. No. 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 Do we think he was shooting fast? No, he said he was crossing. <laughs> he actually said he was crossing. And I um, I turned around just after it left it because I had no idea who'd, who'd hit it. Um, and I turned around just to see it floating. I was standing right behind the goal at the time. And I was like, oh, shit, I don't know who hit this and I'm going to have to announce a goal here. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, shit, who do I ask? I can't trust any of these fuckers in Basic State. <laughs> yeah, definitely not. <laughs> Yeah, Faz's absolute revelation, as if he wasn't a revelation last year and the year before, I suspect, mm. but um, mm. he's just gone from strength to strength and gets bigger and bigger every game and anyone who comes up against him. To be fair, I think Economides is not the player he was. Oh, no. Um, no. But, no. He hasn't um, been good since the Buddy Cup finally yeah. scored against yeah. us. And we won't, but we won't find out anytime soon if he keeps playing against Faz. <laughs> <laughs> a, million, a million bucks a year, allegedly, for that. So, Jesus wow. Christ. Thieving living. Or close to it. That's like... Wow. <laughs> fuck me. <laughs> I shudder to think... You think we've paid overs for some players in the past. <laughs> Jesus. That's a new level. A million bucks a year. Yeah. You get like, I don't know, nine fazes for that. I <laughs> know. Well, I was going to say, I shudder to compare that to faz because it's not going to be... It's going to be harsh. <laughs> yeah. Very. Wow. Um, who else was nervous for the penalty? Me. 
I didn't want to watch it. There's a big show of hands in this room. Yeah, there are, there are this, this is an audio show, but hands are going up. I never doubted him. <laughs> <laughs> Whose hands? Uh, yeah, no, it was... Um, Took a while? Yep, I couldn't True. watch. <laughs> True. True, he did take a while. Yeah. 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 Did, do we think that uh, Jing wanted it? Because it looks like Jing walked over. I reckon was, he would have. Was, I mean, was, was it just words any, of encouragement? Any, any striker worth their salt would want it. Yeah. You know, it's chance to level the scores, chance to, you know, open the floodgates potentially for Torres or, you know, continue his run of goal-scoring form for G- Jing. I reckon, yeah, Jing probably wanted it. I mean, I mean, hopefully does Torres a bit of confidence. Um, I hope so. Still still, still going to hold on to the fact that there is a player there. <laughs> just, just needs, oh, I've been needs. saying it all along. I'm, I'm not ready to write him off yet. Yeah, yeah. not... Not quite yet, but the the concern is like we sort of yeah, touched on before is the whole Tulio substitution because he was not happy. Livid, yeah. And Do we think it was 100% pen? I'm happy for it to be a pen. No comment, Your Honour. Um, <laughs> albeit, albeit a touch harsh. If it went against us, I would be. Yeah. Nobody knows what the handball is. What are you yeah. talking about? Of course if it, it went against us, it's obviously not a pen. Like never never in a million years <laughs> against us. No, <laughs> exactly. no, no. That's how it works. Right, but but for that's us, crazy 100%. Yeah. yeah. Um, going back to what you were saying, Luke, yeah, Tulio's body language when he came off, but also mm. when Torres scored the pen. Did not move. Did not move. Not no, an inch. No celebration, no reaction. Through the through the hand wrist or hand wraps down mm. on the ground. Mm. Mm. Um, didn't move when the pen was awarded. Did not move when it hit the back of the net. And I can't remember who it was. Might have been a low or mm. I can't remember. But one of the boys walked over to him at some point and kind of put their arm around him and was like, like, You're are you right? good? Like, yeah. what's going on? Or like, you know, try to sort of give him a bit of a bit of a uh, rev up but mm. yeah not I'm happy. hoping he was just cooked because it was it was steaming out there like pitch yeah. side it was fucking hot it was, it was yeah and I mean you, you want a player like that to be annoyed about oh, yeah. coming off yeah, right? yeah. so that's you know that's okay yeah, but yeah, yeah. it's a bit of a man management challenge, I think. Yeah, now for Jackson. I, think, I think Jacko's got a bit of a, a challenge on his hands here because uh, I don't know what his man management's like. From all accounts, from the younger guys, it's it's very very good. Mm. But I think Tulio's probably a bit of a different personality, right? Different beast, yeah. you would imagine. He's got that uh, Latino sort of um, South fire. American flair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's South American <laughs> on fire. and off the pitch. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Is it wrong that I love that though? Like I love it. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like yeah. actually, it reminds me of uh, a recent substitution for Mo Salah, who spent the entire <laughs> walk ripping off pieces of tape and throwing them all around the pitch. <laughs> you could definitely tell that there was, you know, he really had the shits. And I was sort of thinking, you know, yeah, that's that's what you want. Um, can't help wondering about the load thing though. Like he's too valuable for us for us to do anything silly with him. So if he's anywhere near the red zone, then mm-hmm. we need him on the bench whether he likes it or not. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you're right though. It's uh, Mark Jackson's job to make sure that that all works out and everybody's happy. Mm. So mm. he has a job in his hands there. So. He's got staff behind him as well to help out with that. Like as you know, the sports psych as well, he's still here. Um, you would have seen him in his uh, trademark. That means everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> he's the first person on the pitch after the game, I think. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think um, I think he'll, he'll be right. I'm sure he's, he's a pro. He'll understand sort of thing. I think it's just heat at the moment stuff. And it was hot. Super hot. Mm. Except then it got cold. During the game. Did it? Yeah, I went there with like no jacket, thongs, because there was no job for me to do, funnily <laughs> enough, before the game and then by... Bring back the loose cannon. <laughs> if, if, if loose cannon, all you're right. I believe, there, <laughs> I believe there'll be a loose cannon on Friday night, so I'm hopeful that I'm doing the job. Friday night, loose cannon. Friday night, loose cannon. Friday night, loose cannon. Probably just me and you guys there, but... Um, <laughs> 
We'll get a loose cannon each. And All the right. Western United fan. <laughs> <laughs> Who dat? <laughs> no, I know there's at least two of them. Because I've spoken to one in real life and I've seen one on Twitter. Hang so. on. Isn't that Lockie's family? <laughs> like Lockie Wales family? <laughs> yeah, Return of the Wales this weekend. Yeah, we'll come back. And to it's that an course. absolutely thrilling bottom of the table clash. <laughs> Spoon bowl, bowl, bowl. Rocketing up the table into eleventh. Thirty-four degrees on Friday as well. Yeah, let's uh, let's come back to that before we look ahead. Let's look back even further. Uh, your Mariners won. Terengganu won. This one can be summed up in probably two words. Fuck that. <laughs> Is that your two words? What's unbelievably, two words? I mean, it was actually unbelievably frustrating were my two words, but yeah, yeah also fuck that. Mm, your tough one. Tough one tough is one. your two words? <laughs> That's my two words. Josh? Bit shit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Can I have two words the same? That Go. was good delivery. <laughs> poo poo. Poo poo tearing garnet. Yeah. Poo-poo in the stands as well. There's no one there. We started, we started very brightly and probably could have had two or three goals in the first ten minutes. Um, but they sat back, just absorbed, absorbed, absorbed. And we spoke to, spoke to Nizzy uh, off mic, or we will speak to Nizzy in the future um, <laughs> off mic about this one. And he was saying, you know, the, the longer the game went on where they didn't concede, you could see them growing with confidence, like nearly physically growing in confidence. Yeah, I mean, the halftime team talk would have been, you've gone 45 <laughs> minutes with the champions, let's yeah. maybe go out and try and actually attack a little. And, and they're, they're, they're having a shit season domestically as well. Mm, yeah. um, Big fan of that league, yep, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> Where are they mid-table? We've got um, their eighth, I think. Um, yeah, we've got our, um, our Coast Football Ramble correspondent over there, Michael Glassick. Coming from now to him, well played. So he's, uh, he's messaged me uh, after the game, he goes, mate, I've just seen the Terengano result. Um, what do you think? And I go, yep, fucking mint. Yeah, just really enjoyed that. <laughs> Michael Glassick, your man on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, no, terribly frustrating. He said they're having a shit season, but they have made the Malaysian Cup final. Um, so they came over with only three outfield players on the bench because they're resting the rest of their squad for the Malaysian Cup final. That's embarrassing. They've rested players <laughs> against us. <laughs> they also have a massive injury crisis as well. So, so they know how to play in the cup. Uh, <laughs> I'm looking for positives. Cup, cup specialists. Yeah, cup specialists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We weren't that Maybe bad. that's what we're doing. Maybe that's what we're doing. We're just we going to throw the terrible. league. Terrible. Well, I thought we threw the kitchen sink, but you, the kitchen sink was out in Brisbane uh, water yeah. and on the road. <laughs> <laughs> Up in the bird's nest. Yeah, yeah. Oh, those Just, poor ospreys, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, shooting practice should be they're, about three days a week at the moment. Their keeper made some fucking worldies too, but True. I think there was one off Allo from nearly point-blank range. There was one from, was it Dan Hall? I don't know. Yeah, there was a few really, really good chances. But I yeah. preferred the Stallion Laguna keeper. Who let everything in? A <laughs> <laughs> yeah. poor fucker. Much better guy. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> but to our to our conversation before, happy for Migsy to yeah. yeah thank I mean saved our blushes. Yeah, clearly, hundred percent. And you could see what it meant to him as well to score yeah. his first senior goal as well. The absolute wave of emotion just etched on his yeah. face. Well taken in the end as well. So struck it nicely, and we we we've seen him through the academy. We know what he's what he's got in his he's capable goods. Yeah. of that and more. So. Mm -hmm. Thank God for Migsy and uh, take it and run, sort of, but now leaves us having to yeah, Absolutely take have to our win. first 11 to, yeah. Well, that, that was the hope as well, was that we would win this game. And I think maybe there was a bit of complacency around it as well because mm. 
they were sort of banking on being able to take the kids over to the Philippines next week mm. um, because it was going to be a dead rubber. But now, you know, we absolutely have to go over there and win. Otherwise, we actually do risk bowing out in the group stage. Because it's, no, it's only certain top only. twos. It's, so only one top two goes through from the four groups. That, or, yeah, four, four groups, three groups. And does it come down to head to head? Yes, it, yeah. head to head. So yeah. it can only be us or Bali. Yeah. Because it can't be Terengganu if we finish on the same points as them. Is that how many Ter- points ahead of if we, if we finish on the same points as Terengganu, they go through. They go through, yeah. Because they've got oh, a better head-to-head. They they Hello. Over there. They should change it to Laguna's like the old school, yeah. whoever had the most bloody corners. Corner, yeah. Gets, count gets back, to go through, like at the gala corner, days yeah, back yeah, in yeah, the under yeah, eights. Yeah, and then yellow cards is <laughs> yeah. the second one, I think. And yeah, yeah, yeah 100%. Run it back. Yes. Yeah. Just keep going for corners and they will go through. That'd be sick. I'm into that. Um yeah, but if we do get the win over there, good chance that we'll be hosting uh, Phnom Penh in the uh, zonal semifinals. Anyone got any scout reports on that? I don't have anyone on the <laughs> ground. Got, any, got the men on the ground <laughs> over there, surely. They're not, from, not they're from yet. Cambodia. Not surely, yet. There's, <laughs> surely there's some A-League journeyman playing over there. Oh, there's got to there's be. There's got to be. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like Griffin McMaster or someone we'll like that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll track Where'd them that down. <laughs> We'll track him down. Yep. Casting our minds all the way back to, well, I mean, it's not that far. It's only a couple of weeks. Uh, the F3 Derby, the first F3 Derby of the season, which uh, was played at our paradise, of course. Relocated from up the road uh, due to... Not paradise. <laughs> <laughs> due to uh, their regular Tuesday evening tradition of riding motorbikes on their pitch. It was paradise for the motorbikes. A few of their there, fans got carried away with the motorbikes. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a standard Tuesday out there. Actually, it's got to be Thursday. Running from the cops. And that's, that's, that's Centrelink day, so they can actually afford to fill the bikes up, right? Um, so your Mariners 3, uh, Newcastle 1, our first three points in the Liga of the season. A few people have said this, but that's got to be the worst Newcastle team they've brought <laughs> yeah. down here. <laughs> that was. Not I know you can only beat what's Honking. in front of you, right? But um, the performance seemed seemed a lot better. But geez, they were they were bad. They were really bad. They were not good, like, and they they um, have been not good mm. since then as well. In the couple, of <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they've played since then. Outside they, last year, puts ten past that oh, lot. Easy, mm. easy. Mm. They they and you know the goal they scored. Good run by Archie Goodwin. Mistake from Danny, mm. you know, probably coming out, and we we made it harder than what it should have been, which seems to be our story so far this season. <laughs> but um, yeah, that was not a good Newcastle team. Honking. I'm going to pump up Maxi in that one. Ran the half the length of the field to you know bring that all the way down, draw in about seven defenders, and mm. uh, then um, put it in front of Wilson so that he could have an hour and a cup of tea before he smashed it in the net. Absolutely <laughs> um, leathered it, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. And, and fair play to him because uh, we were talking about it a minute ago with Migsy, but um, he was pretty happy about it, and um, mm. that you know can be season changing or um, at least direction changing for him. So boys, fingers, boys fingers got crossed. around him. Yeah, yeah. yeah and you I think can see. I think it meant a lot, not just to him, but the, the whole squad as yeah. well. Even Danny's up there celebrating with yeah. him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. you still got to finish those. So, um, you know, there's no easy goals. Um, but, but yeah, that, that was encouraging for him. But, yeah, they were bad. There was – Archie Goodwin was all they had really, wasn't it? Credit to the Jets for uh, subbing on Jason Hoffman. Yeah, thank you very much for that. <laughs> 34-year-old Jason Hoffman. I thought it was really is. I'm pretty sure he's about 34, 35. They're going to be wheeling him out. <laughs> the year is 2080. 
And a uh, he'll be playing goalkeeper then because he's going further and further back. Yeah, he yeah. It's just going to be a floating head like in future. Huh? I, rem- I remember the yeah the experiment they had a few years ago with him playing up top. Strike. I was going to yeah, say, exactly. remember that run of like eight games where he just bloody turned into Leo Messi? Like it's just could not stop scoring. Was running around people for fun. We did that with Hutch. Cast your mind back to I think it was season True. one or two, or even maybe season three, and we lumped him up top, and he scored seven yeah, in twelve say, or like something like seven that. Seven or eight goals. And yeah, he, and he was good. And there was a couple of absolute bangers yeah. as well. <laughs> and he spent the rest of his career playing as a six. <laughs> <laughs> we should do that with Niz. Yeah, well, pretty much. Just put him up top. We did that. We did. We did <laughs> that. Game. Newcastle away round one a couple of seasons ago, oh, yeah. and he scored. He's, and he's good. He's good. <laughs> it was him and Urania up top. The stats don't lie. Okay. <laughs> one game up top, one, one goal. One. Yeah, one that's fair. One. I will say, outside of this whole Newcastle moving the games thing, I am annoyed that we've swapped games, or we've essentially we lose a double header. I'm pissed off at that. We yeah, should have went, no, your ground screwed you. Yep. If you want to play the game. Play at the showground. You can come play here. Mm. The game that we've now moved, we're still going to play at home because yeah. up yours. Yeah, fuck them. Why, why, yeah. why have we done that? Mm. Yeah, it shouldn't. I'm annoyed at that. Yeah. I don't really see why we didn't play at that Maitland Sports Centre or whatever because they wouldn't feel it anyway. Mm. So yeah, but we would. We, well, I mean, <laughs> you know, that's, that's fair. We would have fitted in there if we tried hard and a couple, couple of them could have come and... Sports ground number two or whatever it's yeah, called. The yeah, the surface is not terrible ground, yeah. out there. We played it there some time and we weren't killed getting past those houses outside. So. Yeah, surface is all right. It's hit and miss there. Like sometimes it's sometimes maybe good, sometimes maybe shit. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the couple of times I've been up there for MPL, it's all right. Mm. Yeah, I agree. It's silly for us. I mean, what do we do? I don't know what we've got to do, but I hope we get some kind of compensation because it certainly kicks <sighs> us in the shins a bit. Yeah, mm. yeah losing that double header stings a bit. FTS. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jing Reese's first goal in this one too. Yes, banger, mm, banger celebration. Mm. He got some air on that backflip. That, that's for a man that tall to pull <laughs> off a backflip like that is impressive. That is impressive. <laughs> good, good agility for a big man. <laughs> Very good agility for a big man. Very good. Uh, and he was he was having all of the emotions all in one because uh, he gets that ball, runs it from the halfway line, gets down uh, to the box, realizes he can't go himself, and. Passes it to Tulio, and then you can see him wringing his hands like, oh, what no, have I done? What, what I, exactly, yeah. and then he gets the ball gets back. Because Tulio kind of – well, Tulio stopped as well. And I yeah. thought, oh, we've lost it here. We've cooked Momentum, the sort yeah. of thing, yeah. And Tulio gives it him back and he just whacks, smashed yeah. it, yeah. leathers it again. Yeah. So. And he's not a lefty, is he? Or is uh, he? He's now. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm happy with the lefty. He's both. Yeah. yeah, works well. So, yeah. Credit but, to Storm as well for the first goal. Nice little... Uh, oh, the Faz assist, faz assist. The Faz assist. Yeah. The Faz assist. Again, Jacob Farrell. It was either him or Maxi man of the match uh, for me in this one. Agreed. Faz, yeah, faz three, Faz two, Faz one. Oh, Maxi gets <laughs> a point won. at least. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe a point and a half. Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, Pete will hate me mentioning it, but um, so much uh, Trent Alexander-Arnold and uh, Andy Robertson in that two uh, fullbacks. You know, Combining. seeking each other out. Beautiful finish. The great look ball. on Pete's face right now is incredible. <laughs> he loves it when How I mention. Dare you compare the great <laughs> Jacob Farrell? <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> to a broken down crock, he's sitting <laughs> on the sideline. <laughs> Sorry, Andy. <laughs> Big listener. Yeah, of course he is. Of course he is. Robinson loves the show. I'll talk to you about it later, Andy. <laughs> You're listening to the Coast Football Ramble Podcast. Wow! Are you kidding me? 
Of course, joining us this week on the Coast Football Ramble podcast is the man himself. It is the one and only midfield maestro, Josh Nisbet. Nizzy, how are you, bud? Yeah, I'm good, guys. Thank you for having me on. Absolute pleasure, mate. Thanks uh, thanks for taking the time, as always. Uh, first things first, a couple of quick-fire questions, as we always do. Who is better, Josh Nisbet or Andreas Iniesta? <laughs> Iniesta every day of the week. You're no, joking. You're no, joking. No, Disagree. 100%. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, but really, who is, uh, who is better, uh, Jacob Farrell or Paolo Maldini? Oh, look, look, if you didn't say Maldini, I would have said Faz, but <laughs> Faz isn't far off. Faz isn't far off. I mean, Maldini's never had Aaron Kunder in his pocket for 90 minutes, though, so Faz has got one up on him there. Mm-hmm. That's fair. More than, more than one time as well, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Sorry. <laughs> Accidentally hit a button that we shouldn't have hit there and probably uh, blew everyone's eardrums out. There we go. <laughs> We're Okay. Um, no, first things first, in, in all seriousness, Niz, um, your 100th game at the weekend, mate, um, how does it feel not only to be an A-Liga Centurion, but also an A-League champion as well, just a 13th Mariners player to rack up the uh, the ton there? Yeah, look, it was never like quite the, the expectation to get to that, I was just mainly trying to play each week, and I think, yeah, you sort of get carried away in how, how good everything feels, that you don't really count your games, and yeah, next thing you know, I get a... I played 100 games for a beautiful club and, yeah, I was champions with them, so it's brilliant. When you first started to get your minutes uh, coming up from the academy, did you think you would ever get to this sort of moment? I I thought, look, you always have ambitions to, but I thought it would have probably been something that might have taken a a little bit longer than it has. I think I've been quite fortunate where once I did get, once I did break in, I stayed around for a fair while, which I think for young players, it's not quite, not as often as you see these days. So I was just more happy that, yeah, I was just glad that it happened so quickly. If there are top three people that you had to thank for getting you to this moment, who would they be? I'll, I'll definitely say Monty and Serge. I think they're, they're probably the coaches that first gave me a lot of opportunity in the first first team with, when they, like they played a young young side and I was part of that. And yeah, we won a championship together. So I have to give credit to them. It'd be my parents. They did a lot for me, and one of your boys' favourites, Benny Khan. I think he's he's probably the reason I'm even in this position. I think that's so. uh, four, but we'll allow it. Um, what about, <laughs> that's five, even. What about Usain Bolt? <laughs> Big influence on you. <laughs> yeah, who would have thought all those years ago uh, when we packed out our stadium for a, for an absolute king, and Usain Bolt turns up to watch as well? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you kept in touch or? <laughs> no, 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 not even a single like on a photo or nothing like that. <laughs> no congratulations message from the big man nothing. after the weekend? Nothing. He probably don't pick up his calls, I imagine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Niz, uh, going back to last season, how good was the partnership uh, between yourself and Maxi? And what is it that you think makes you pair able to work so well together? Uh, I, I would say, yeah, we. I think we did extremely well last year, especially because most of the time we'd be out, outnumbered. But I think it mainly comes down to we're, we're very good mates off the pitch. Like he, he's actually moved in with me at the moment, so we're living together for a bit. And yeah, I feel like it's just sort of friendship that you can sort of just carry on, and it's not necessarily the. Well, no, Iniesta Javis, but we're, <laughs> we work hard, we work hard and, and we support each other and we also sort of think alike when it comes to on the pitch and off the pitch. So it, it's quite easy 
to do so. And I think it's just purely just having fun with each other. So going back to that, uh, you were previously living with uh, Garang and Tang, I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Who's a better housemate, Maxi or Garang? <laughs> Honestly, if you if you want constant entertainment, Greg's up there. <laughs> I think who does the cooking now is the more important question. <laughs> well, to be fair, when when Greg and they both lived at my place, and I, I would cook for them. So, <laughs> I, oh yeah, I'm not sure how how much I enjoyed it, but I, I cooked for him. But Maxie does his own thing. He sort of. He enjoys his pastas, so he takes a fair few of those. I think we had a, a bit of a joke about this um, a little while ago when you were living with uh, with Garang and saying how funny it would be to see a sitcom called uh, Nizzy and the Qualls. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. I've had a low stay with me before. I've had now Garang and Tang, so no, it's all good fun. Mm. Go back to last season, of course. Um, Aside from the, the absolute obvious, was there any sort of particular highlights that, that really stands out for you or is it just the obvious, uh, the, the big one, the big dance to GIFA? Uh, yeah, it, it, would de- it would definitely be the grand final if we had to pick a moment. But if I was picking the moment before, it would just probably be the run we had up to it. Hmm. I think we were in a position where you never even thought like we were going to lose type of thing like there wasn't a sense of arrogance, but it was just more that we were so confident and enjoying, enjoying life and the way we were playing that there was no sense of doubt or anything like that. So it, it's more just a feeling of pure flow, I guess. Who would you put that down to, Monty and Serge, or just sort of like the full squad sort of mentality, the perfect mix of everything? Or Yeah, I think Monty and Serge had a great part. I think like Monty's man management skills is incredible, so a lot of the boys and myself, we... We really liked that and that we could play for him. But I think it's a mixture of everything. We had group, a great bunch of boys where we all laugh and you're sort of going into training like, and you're gonna, you know, you're going to have a good day regardless of what happens. So, yeah, it was definitely a, a mixture of everything and it was yeah, great to be a part of it. Before we get off um, uh, continuous talking about last year, which we like to do as often as possible, <laughs> what do you think? What, there were very few, if any, yellow cards for you, Pierre. I think uh, Maxi might have got one just recently, actually. Maxi got one on the weekend. I think it was yeah. the first in like three years between yeah. the two of you or something like that. <laughs> What's doing? How do you? How is it that you can be the best, uh, you know, uh, holding midfielder? Fielder, best and fairest. Yeah, and the fairest. <laughs> I, we not understand. How does, how does that happen? Oh, if you ask, if you ask a few people, they say I'm not getting stuck in enough. But I, just, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> but, I mean, Rado Vidicic described you as a bully in the grand final. He did. He said, "Yeah, you and Maxi were were bullying, uh, bullying the shit out of their midfield." Oh, look, I'll take that. Not, <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> I wasn't aware of that. Nobody remembers him. It was anyway. in the All Access doco yeah, from the grand final. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's at half time, mm. half time speech from Ado. Yep. Mm. Didn't work. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Didn't work yeah, for him. Right. <laughs> not that we uh, want you to go anywhere, but there was there ever an opportunity in the off season for you to move overseas, or are you going to be a uh, 300 game mariner? <laughs> uh, look, I've always like every kid sort of dreams about going overseas, but. In the off season, I was quite happy at the Mariners, and like a, we just won a championship, and everything was going brilliant. So nothing, nothing did come up, and there was no, no reason to search for it as well. If that makes sense, like unless a great deal was just going to fall on my lap, I was quite content and happy being a Mariners player. Before Boise probably presses you on um, those opportunities, <laughs> what is it that you clearly love the club about as much as we love having you at the club? What do you love most about this club? I just feel like the sense of family. I've, I moved away pretty early age and 
big part of my life is and the things I care about is my family and it was quite quick and obvious to, to see that was the case and then I think breaking through I had players like Simo who it was almost tough love but you knew it was for the right reason you know what I mean like you, they might have given it to you but they would also praise you when you've done well and I think that's that's what family is at times you they're the, they're the people that tell you the hard truths and also the people that encourage you when you're doing them well I mean, I you know, I assume you've got ambitions to move overseas or whatever. But is, is, if if you had to, you know, if you had to have a pick of a league or a country or or even a certain sort of a club that where you would want to go to for your next step, where would you pick? I had to pick. Uh, there's probably a few. Look, I'm not I'm not going to be picky, but I wouldn't mind. In Italy, I've got Italian passport. My mum's from there, so I think that'd be mainly so I can sort of see where my mum's from and explore the culture when it comes to probably footballing perspective maybe like Netherlands I feel like we've got a few A-League boys from the A-League who are there now so playing playing in a, uh, a league that sort of likes to play football would be brilliant Netherlands Spain Belgium is probably my picks at the moment so on the weekend we had a 2-2 draw with a victory which definitely felt like a game that we could have easily won. Um, how do you think we have improved from earlier on in the season after four points in our last six? Yeah, I, I think we've definitely improved. I think it was, it was always going to be a tough ask for new coach, new players to start off running. And though I think it, it may have not been like represented quite well, but I did think we were improving and that we were getting better. And I think the win against Newcastle and I think if you asked us a few weeks ago, a draw against victory, I think most people would have jumped at it. And we're sort of saying here, we could have got the win. I think it's definitely improvement. And I think it's just a matter of time before before all the results and, and the points start tallying up. And I think, yeah, this could be the moment of winning a draw. What's the message from uh, Mark Jackson at the moment? He's saying just to stick to the same things. He's, we've started, we've started the way he's want, like the ideologies and stuff he's wanted. And, you can sort of see that they're they're coming in and that we're playing playing well now. So it would just be mainly to stick to the process and trust there, which we all we all believe in. And yeah, I think that will be actually the, the turning point. From your perspective, has there been a big sort of a change in styles from last season into this season? Like how how sort of hard has that been for you? Uh, for me personally, it, we sort of play a similar like me and Maxie are sort of still the partnership in the middle at this stage and. And we sort of play in a similar way for us as midfielders where we sort of run around, get stuck in and try and try and get forward a little bit every now and then. So for us, it's it's pretty similar. And like if, when Tilio's on son, you just sort of give him a ball and he sort of does the rest. It makes it pretty easy at times. So what about the AFC Cup, Niz? What sort of impact do you think that's having on the season? And how is the load going among the squad? Yeah, it's definitely affecting the players when it comes to uh, like fatigue and fitness and stuff. But uh, we've got Bryce who's S and C, and he's terrific. He makes sure he gets his point across to the, the coaching staff that these players need rest, or if you want these guys to be good for the game, you've got to do this. So the, the, our load's definitely gone up, but in terms of managing it, the staff have been really good. Wait, um, you're good for about a goal a season um, of, of late. <laughs> um, when's when's the next absolute worldie coming? Oh, look, I wouldn't consider any worldies, but... <laughs> <laughs> Nearly had one against yeah, the Jets, mate. I thought it was going to be one. The crossbar is still shaking. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
But if um, if a deflection goes in, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> Just a jammy one off the ass and the that's, that's minute. Oh, yeah, yeah, it'll Remember do. That, that's the goal against City. If bite to the cherry and it goes in, I'll take it. But, uh, <laughs> look, uh, honestly, I, you probably got a better guess than I do. I think it just sort of it just sort of comes about when I least expect it. I'm going to be yeah. I'm going to be loading up on you for any time goal scorer every game for the rest of the season. <laughs> so don't let me down. <laughs> in that in that moment when you're uh, lining up a shot like that one against Newcastle, can you feel the crowd who were really also jumping out of their seat <laughs> yeah. at that moment and the tension that's there? Yeah. Sometimes when I watch the games back, I'm thinking I probably should. I like oh, in the moment I thought oh. I should have shot there. The fans are screaming at me to shoot. <laughs> and then I, I look back at the video. I'm thinking, what, what am I? <laughs> don't even think about shooting. <laughs> 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 it's definitely not what I should be doing. Like, too know, nice, mate. Yeah, too probably, nice. It's doing the best thing for me. I probably do need to take a fair few shots and a fair few more. So, yeah, the, the fans probably got my back more than I do at this stage when it comes to shooting. We've had uh, one come in here uh, just before we let you go, of course, one from a good friend of the show, uh, Noah Smith, uh, I think his name yeah. is. Um, yeah. he, he wants you to give us your best, yeah, here we go. Oh, that's an absolute... This guy takes the piss out of me every morning because <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not even telling me to do it. Is there a story behind yeah. this that, that I need to know about? Or? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's into his NFL and one of the players, he does it every time before they before he gets the ball mm. and he's told me for about the last month that I need to work on him and I'm way off it <laughs> and now he's trying to get me to put me on show <laughs> give us give us your best give us your best well, I, want to, I don't even want to try <laughs> it's going to be the new outro not, permanently I know he's probably going to listen to this and just have it screen recorded or something <laughs> <laughs> we promised him to ask him to do the same thing yeah but he can do it that's the thing <laughs> <laughs> Mate, um, of course, big one against Western United at home this Friday night, under Friday night, lights and our paradise, of course. How's uh, how's the mood in the camp? How, how are you guys feeling ahead of this one? Yeah, I, I, there wasn't a win against Victory. I still, we like we all feel as though the performance was very encouraging and especially when you consider that there was opportunities to maybe get the win or that we had the sort of the momentum when it comes to the end of the game. So we're... Yeah, we're going to go with a, a bit of confidence and an eagerness to try and get more points on the board. And I think, like, unfortunately for Western United, they haven't been getting the results at this stage. So we're hopefully, you know, we're going to make sure they don't keep yeah, getting pile on the misery, mate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> bully them, as, as some people would say. You bully. You absolutely bully. <laughs> yeah, bully. <laughs> Can't believe it. Uh, fantastic. Well, Niz, thanks once again for taking the time, mate. It's been an absolute pleasure having you on The Ramble this week, and uh, we'll see you Friday night, mate. No, I appreciate it, guys. Thank you for having me on. It's been great. Thanks, bud. Thanks, mate. You're listening to the Coast Football Ramble Podcast. You boys come up with a good question. Yes, it is, of course, that time of the week where we answer your questions. And as always, thank you all so much for all your submissions across the socials. Uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and the ccmfans.net forum, starting over on Facebook this week with Dan Simpson, good friend of the show. Hello, Simo. I hope you're well. Dan asks, if your life was at stake, uh, I think this is for you fellas, um, who would you trust to, number one, take a penalty, and number two, save a penalty between Pete Pryor and Dave Bloom? Sorry, Pete, but with your dodgy ankle, I think I've got to stick you in goals. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Look, if you can convince me, you can do it off a one-step kick. Have you seen? Have you seen me take pens at soccer five? No, I haven't. Which oh. is that's the problem. <laughs> well, Bloomy reckons it's pretty obvious who to pick. 
Obviously, it's me. So Obviously he picked it's you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you have the power to mute my microphone, so I have I to say <laughs> you. Yeah. Yeah. Simo actually uh, slid into my text messages. I love it when he does that. Uh, and says, you are trusted with my life. There's a proof. There you go. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> so unlucky, blow me. Uh, yeah. Uh, I will admit I missed the last penalty I took and it was the last ever penalty I ever took. Before that, never missed one. The only way is up. Yeah. <laughs> well, well on mean, the law of averages, he's getting the next yeah. umpteen. Yeah, well, I'll probably never take one again because my boots are firmly hung up. <laughs> What's, um, what? What? What's happening to the gunners? Come uh, on. No, ankles are gone. Oh. Right. Um, definitely back Bloomy to save a penalty over me, though. Yeah, okay. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I have to give Bloomy something. I'll probably see him Tuesday night, so... <laughs> <laughs> Scotty McGee, uh, who is hands down the Mariners' most consistent player week in, week out, and why is it always Nizzy? Nailed it. Yeah. Mm. I mean, he's Faz, got stiff competition. Got Faz up there as well. No, nah, I would say Storm Roo. Yeah, that's fair. You wash your mouth out. <laughs> I would say Storm Roo because he is a guarantee, and I know we've spoken about this in, in group chats with, with James Walker. Shout out to James. <laughs> he's uh, not listening. <laughs> he's probably not listening. Um, but he is Mr. Consistent. He will, you know, you're going to get a seven and a half, eight out of 10 out of him every single week, week in, week out. Occasionally pops up with a nine out of 10. So he's saying fine wine, gotten better as he's gotten older. He genuinely has though. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's I, I will comfortably say and eat enormous amounts of humble pie. He was the best mm. right back last season. Mm, mm, mm. In the it's league. True. In the true. league. But yeah, no, Nizzy is a brilliant shout as well for that sort of. Again, I just, I just think Niz is. I, I cannot remember the last time I saw him make mm. a huge mistake. Uh, he's just a metronome in terms of like he? giving up possession in a dangerous spot that mm. led to a goal. Like not to say that he nails every pass, mm. but it's pretty damn close. Mm. He might maybe give up the ball here and there, but you know, like a genuine mistake where I've gone, oh, Niz, you should not have done that, or <laughs> just I don't think I've ever said those words. Mm. I, I, maybe once, yeah, eight <laughs> years ago in Academy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, Niz is a, is a great shout there as well for that sort of Mister Consistent. He's just that metronome, just so just, regular, yeah. just keeps things ticking. Yeah, sounds really brilliant. Got to put Maxi up there maybe as well. Yeah, Maxi's fantastic for me as well. Stiff so, competition so starting underrated. up Faz this year too. But, yeah, but yeah. doesn't have that level of consistency. That's the thing that Niz has. He mm. has just mm. keeps going out there and doing the same thing and that same thing includes taking balls off players when he shouldn't be able to get them. And or keeping the ball when he shouldn't be able to yeah, keep it. Yeah, crazy. Mm. crazy. The, way, the way he shields the ball is Absolutely brilliant. pretty close to second to none, yeah. I reckon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the way yeah he can sort of turn his back shield and roll off a player as well. Mm. Roll off two players. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you guys have researched this one yet, but uh, one from William Brown on Facebook. Since the stage era started, pick your favourite combined eleven, but you can only pick three players from the grand final team, including players on the bench that night. Oof, that's a tough caveat. Can we take it on notice? Yeah, let's uh, put a pin in that and come back to that. Yeah, we'll circle back. <laughs> Cameron Smith on Twitter says that he personally much prefers the new home kit with the yellow back instead of the blue. Uh, were we forced to change it due to regulations? I don't think we were forced to change it. I think we, we probably saw it in action on the pitch and went, uh... <laughs> Oopie daisies. Oops. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we were forced to change it. I think it was the club made the call to change it, which was absolutely the right call. I'd prefer the one that is they've gone to. Yeah. 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 Uh, it's a no from me. I prefer on the pitch, the yellow, because we get to wear it. That's always good. 
Um, whereas the dark one, we don't get to wear it because it clashes with everyone's clashes kit. Clashes with everything, yeah. Um, having said that, for an actual shirt to wear, mm. I like the one with the um, oh, that's fair. dark yeah. back. Um, I'm still waiting for the club to send me the replacement <laughs> uh, for the one that I already bought. That's the wrong colour mm. now. But um, I'm pretty no, sure it's in you don't mail, get one, mate. So. It's limited edition. Limited Ooh, edition. We've yeah. got a few of those. What about that one where Sell we... It. Yeah, what about that one where we had five um, ACL appearances when we only had four? <laughs> <laughs> I've got that one too. <laughs> Speaking of limited edition, actually, I saw uh, on one of the Facebook groups a um, uh, someone selling a Matthew Fletcher worn FFA Cup jersey. Saw that. Worn? Yeah, match worn. He played? No, he was on the bench, but he still wore the jersey, right? <laughs> <laughs> he surely warmed up. I think, I think, I think he, pr- I, he might have come off the bench. Um, where is he now? Poor Cambodia. <laughs> Let's hope so. He's coming back. We've on pen. <laughs> there is some furious Googling going on here at the moment. Matthew Fletcher. Green Gully, MPL. Green Gully, MPL, yeah. Oh. Okay, 31 years old now. He's still got time to, to come back. They're not in the second division, are they? Green Gully, yeah. no, they're first year. <clears throat> Made seven appearances for us. I can remember him having a left foot assist at home from... Um, but, you know, well, that right, can't be right because right, the stats here say seven matches, zero goals, zero assists. Really? Mm, unless it was a pre-season or a cup game maybe. Hmm. Yeah. I am old. Gen only X, only, X, only OGs remember, remember, remember this player. That would be an interesting thing to do and I think maybe we might uh, investigate that. Is a, uh, uh, not, a, not so much a where are they now but maybe an A to Z of forgotten previous Mariners players. Yeah, You're like under 10 appearances. Yeah. Where yeah. are they now? Yeah. Or just under 10 some, appearances. Or, or, have to or, check or just like some someone with an interesting sort of reason why they joined or were released or something mm. like that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Love okay. that idea, actually. That's yeah. why I love actually player cards that I have. I'm, I'm good I'm good for one decent idea a year. <laughs> yeah, so that's good. I'm I, impressed. It's come right at the tail end of the year, but I got there in the end, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the thing I love about loose cannons and player cards that uh, when I go back and have a look through them, I see players in there, I think, wow. Mm. Remember him? Mm. Mm. Really? Not really, but... <laughs> There's genu- usually a reason why you don't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's well, true. It's like, because I always end up going down these Wikipedia rabbit holes of players like Stefan Jankovic and Alvin Cekely and uh, uh, Vuko Tomasevic. You what know? about Richard Vaness? Richie Vaness. I remember him. Scored in a derby. He's all right. Getting mm. older. Shane Huke. Shane Huke. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Chris Doig. Matty Crowell. Yeah. I mean, Crowley's a coasty legend, let's be real. Yeah, yeah. The beast of Wrexham. Throw some random names at us if you're listening. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's keep cracking on before we go down a rabbit hole because we could sit here for legitimately hours and just riff off old Mariners players. Uh, Ewan on Twitter wants to know, what's going wrong with the Mariners this season, especially in attack? I think we've yeah, we've sort of spoken about it a little bit. No come dog. Yeah, I think uh, the come dog was was I, it's. I mean, stating the obvious that he was important to us, mm. but I just think outside of the goals he scored, he popped up with plenty of assists as well, and plenty of my favourite stat: secondary assists. Secondary assists. I would like to say he also XG. popped up, maybe even third area assists. Uh, tertiary, <laughs> tertiary, 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 tertiary assists. assists. But his. his <laughs> We went through this last <laughs> last season on the radio. We, we, we invented a new football Don't go star. any further. We don't know what I the like next it. is. No. Quarterary? <laughs> Quandary? <laughs> <laughs> that word doesn't mean what you think it means. <laughs> Whatever that word is, um, I just think his link-up play was super important in our, the fluid fluidity? Fluidity. 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 Of our attacks. <laughs> and we are missing that from what I can see this season. Uh, yeah. All of that is fair, but... 
I think the main reason is that it took a long time for Mark Jackson to listen to this podcast and to move Torres to the left (laughs) 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 and get us in behind a little bit more because since we did that, we've beaten the Jets and um, we won't mention last Wednesday and then we looked decent against the victory. So long may it continue. Well, just on that Torres on the left side of things there, Warren Manier on Instagram uh, says, uh, gents, your thoughts about playing Torres on the left, I actually think he's much better off on the right, says Warren. Not, not saying necessarily that that is or was better. I just like that diversity. I like the idea that we can try and work hard to get him behind mm. rather than coming back on the inside all the time and then we can switch that. In one of these games we did that very thing, started Torres out on the left and can't think who we – must be Mixie we brought on and mm. then – no? I don't know. But, but we ended up moving Torres moving back Torres, where he's yeah. familiar and, and mm. had somebody on the left and I, I quite like – being able to do that kind of mm. change depending on what kind of opposition we're playing against, you know. So Something I did see uh, for the first time this season, actually, over the last couple of weeks, was a bit more rotation in that front third as well between the wingers and the strikers, something that we saw was, so often last season. I'm just sitting here staring out the window going, is my memory failing me or do we rotate the yeah, front t- three Tullio, a lot more yeah, last season? went out to the left. Um, yeah. On the weekend against, against Victory, Tulio went out to the left and I distinctly remember Torres steaming through the middle a couple of times. Yeah, and I feel like we did that a lot more last season. 100%. Yeah, we did and it's, we've kind of been a bit more rigid in that sense this Silvera season. Silvera and Benny were swapping wings. Yeah. Yeah, but they'd I, also I, rotate into that number nine role yeah, as well yeah. when, when Cummings or Tulio or both would drop in between the lines. And that's, so, I, yeah, I don't think we see a low drop between the lines. He did a couple of times enough. on the weekend. Yeah. But, yeah, again, you know, and Nizzy said it, you know, he's he's more of a off-the-shoulder, into-the-channels kind of player. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, yeah. But a bit more rotation is what I'd like to see. I'm extreme example, so because that, that was, you know, coached on the training paddock, not on the day by Monty. Mm. Like, uh, yep. they were doing it naturally. By the time of the grand final, you wouldn't have known where they were starting because they were just you know, so fluid that mm. they were running in e- into each other's space and backing each other up by moving. So mm. so we, it'll be a long effort for us to We've return to We've lost three quarters level. of those players. So mm. But maybe we've started the journey. I, That'd be nice. It's exactly what I was going to say. And something that Matthew Brewster says as well, uh, he enjoyed the victory game. The team is slowly coming together. The goals will come. Nizzy and Ballard working well. Well, of course, that's a given really. Yep. Um, the team looks to be more patient in playing out from the back Hall is uh, performing very well indeed, and Farrell is becoming a legend. Uh, agree with everything you said there? Still, still would like – I get the patience from playing out from the back. Understand that. Still would like to see a bit more speed. Yeah, it's too slow. We yeah, are still too slow. Build up is increase, so slow. Increase of all speed would be yeah. – no, it's a bit more verticality, as, uh, as Mick Komet uh, loves, to, uh, loves to talk about. I love verticality as well. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I, feel like, I feel like last season we, we had a pretty clear way of – Playing out from the back sometimes when we we're in possession, it would go, it would go Caltech to Triantis, Triantis to Caltech, Caltech to Triantis, and they would just kind of walk up the pitch slowly. But then it would get to a point where they would go bang, bang. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not feeling the bang this season. Yeah, that's kind of pass in the middle. It's, and yeah, it's kind of forced the other team back into their own half, uh, and then we go. Uh, but there's no, and then we go this season. It's kind of like okay, well now we're just going to go out to the left and then come back in the middle, and it just. Yeah, it's just not as fluid as what it was last season. It's getting better, though. It's getting, definitely getting. improving. Love Dan Hall getting a mention there, though, because he has, you know, grabbed his chance with both hands, if you ask Great. me. He's asking uh, Jackson a question now about whether or not uh, Paul can make his way back in the team when he's fit. 
and uh, was unlucky not to get a goal in the victory game. Am I wrong? Mm, and yeah. uh, so it would have almost been, you know, fitting for the effort that he's put in and, and his performances to get that goal, I think. So, and it was his 50th game. So, yeah. And happy for Dan because, you know, we, we, we know and it was, I think, spoken about-ish, mm. but that he was pretty close to leaving in the off-season. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, moving elsewhere in New South Wales. So glad he either he decided or Monty, when he was still here, decided that still deserved the chance because, as you know, all co-presidents still of the <laughs> uh, Dan Hall fan club, um, you know, ha- hasn't had the best of times in the last season, but slowly ha- has back to his come best. good in the last sort of couple of games when he's had his opportunity, and that's back to the Dan Hall that. We know. Exactly. He can only um, do the job when it comes to him and he's had this chance yeah. and he's, he's done as much as he probably can do. Mm. Yeah. Which, you know, yeah, competition speak, for places. I was speaking good. to someone Love the it. other night about it and, you know, it's something that I just – I harped on about it all last season. He needs a consistent run of games to uh, to get that form back and, and finally he's got a consistent run of games and lo and behold – He's performing again. So, do we think Paul comes straight back in? No, no, no. no. You can't. You can't drop Dan. I don't think so either. No. From Mark Jackson's point of view, it's, you can't. You have to reward good performances. Yeah, right? I like think it's so. just. <laughs> I feel like that's a rule one of being a good coach. Yep. Reward good performances. Yep. Mm-hmm. Unless he's injured and he then all starts. Yep. That's what I think. Mm. Johnny Needham uh, from The Breakdown, of course. If you're a fan of metal music, head over and check out his uh, uh, Instagram channel there, uh, The Breakdown. Johnny wants to know, is that it? Have we killed the start of the season, Juju? Not quite. Not, yeah. I think we're, we're taking steps. I think very poor. A very poor Newcastle side mm. um, and a victory team who I think has been a touch overrated at the start of the season. Probably hasn't still got my confidence back to where I'd like it to be, but absolutely improvement from the first mm. three or so games of the season. Mm. Definitely. Mm. Yep. Yeah, I'd say it's in a bad way. It's definitely in hospital in ICU. Um, I wouldn't say it's in ICU. I reckon it's out of ICU now. Yeah, I reckon it's still, it's still being monitored though. You yeah. mean our season? Or? <laughs> <laughs> the killing of the is juju. That, is that the, the analogy? The killing of the juju. Oh, oh, the juju. I thought you meant our season. Yeah, yeah right. No, no, no. <laughs> the killing of the juju. Is, so the know, juju's in ICU. It's, yeah, okay. it's, it's, yeah. it's not dead. But it's, it's, it's been intubated, has yeah. it? It's <laughs> oh, it's got some bullet wounds there. Or, <laughs> or in Australia, knife wounds. But... Um, <laughs> <laughs> not, not quite dead, but close. Yeah, I think uh, three points on on Friday will be. Um, I'll be feeling a lot better. True. Yeah. Yeah. Be well, I mean, you look at the start that Westerns had. Mm. They're there for the taking, yep. but also if we're serious about this season, three points is the most. Absolutely. <laughs> Over to the ccmfans.net forum. Uh, Patient Mariner, I like this one. Do you guys have any random superstitions or rituals that you guys do as fans before a match? I wish I did, but no. I guess the ritual is pre-game beer. Does that count? Not really. If you're an alcoholic, sure. <laughs> I think Moz has one because he's dying to say it, and I think I've heard this before. <laughs> I've, 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 I've got one as oh, well. Really? Yeah. Isn't I it, really don't think it's a great idea for me to talk about it. Isn't but, it? Um, hang on, hang on. Let me guess. I, is can, it, I can talk about mine because mine I don't do anymore. Is it something to do with – is it either socks or undies? It's underwear. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Gotcha. I will not wear. You don't, you don't have to talk about it if you don't want to. No, you, absolutely, <laughs> you have to talk about if, it. If, if, it's, if it's still in effect, it's something that I generally don't talk about, but because mine's not in effect anymore. Yeah. Mm-mm. Well, maybe I can kill it off, but um, I will not wear the opposition's underwear colour. Ah, yes. Yes. <laughs> yep. Yep. Same, yeah, same for me and sense. socks as well. Yeah, um, nope. that's, that's still in effect for me, but 
the one that I had last year, I had a lucky pair of chinos. Um, and a lot of people that saw me on grand final night might have noticed a big hole in the back of my pants, <laughs> uh, which had been there for maybe three or four weeks prior, but I could not not wear those fucking chinos on grand final or semi-final <laughs> night, right? Because we yeah. won every game. Every game I wore those chinos, we won. And it was, yeah, a specific pair of undies as well and a certain shirt. So <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, you're welcome, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> and Corsair on the ccmfans.net forum says, which ex-Mariners player at their peak would you re-sign for the current squad and which current player from outside the club would you like us to sign? Oof. Ex-Mariners player at their peak. So you've got players like John Aloisi, Mila Yednak... He's the one that jumped straight in my Maxim. head. Yeah, Yednak doesn't come in above Niz or <laughs> That's the problem. Yeah, that I'm not I'll sure go with at, I'll, his, I, at his peak though. He's I, I'm going to assume or I'll take it on at their peak with us. No, just at their peak in their career. Just at their peak in their career. Yeah, Aloisi. Yeah, at the peak to. in their career, yeah, it's hard to go past Aloisi. Yeah. Mm. It's either him or Yeti. Yeah. At their, or I'll change it just because I want to. At their peak with us, I'll go McBreen. Oh, well, that's fair. <laughs> the men could not stop scoring. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. That's yeah, fair. 2013 McBreen. Yeah, yeah, that was different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that hits different, huh? Or yep, that's true. Grand final penalty, arguably the most pressured penalty. All right, 2013 McBreen or 2023 Cum Dog. Oh, can you imagine that party? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say partnership and party. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's hard. Mm. I'm going McBreen because mm. I think. I'm probably wrong about this, but I reckon that there were more Cumdingo penalties than McBreen because I feel like back in 2013 we had a lot of arguments about penalties and we had a we lot of penalty takers. We couldn't score one. We mm. couldn't score them. We even had Matty Ryan Matt take Ryan, a penalty yeah. at some time. Uh, McGlinchey, I think, took a penalty. Mm. We had anyone give it a try because we were absolute rubbish. But, um, yeah, the Cumdingo started out rubbish but then started scoring lots of them. So... Mm. Feel like, yep, I'm on McBreen with you. We don't have to argue it, but just be, did we change the penalty takers because McBreen kept missing them? Is that what was happening? Yeah, yeah. Yep. Imagine getting 20 goals though, and still missing, and still pens. missing, still pens. missing pens. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, which current player from outside the club would you like us to sign? Do we have to be realistic? Yeah, let's go be realistic. Yeah, sticking with youth. Ooh. I've mentioned him before in this podcast recently. Oh, old mate from up the road? No. No. Yeah. Long way up the road, 1,000 kilometres north. <laughs> oh, uh, Waddingham. Yeah, Waddingham. Yeah, 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 Waddingham. That's a good shout. Yeah. Fits us. Mm. Yeah, I, yeah. I but like then Waddingham. again, I take Luis Diaz. Or, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's three mentions of Liverpool. <laughs> Hat trick. Oh, I got it. Easy. Yeah? Yeah. Gorn. Go on. Aaron Kunda. Oh, fuck no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, just just for the training, right? Just to watch him and Faz going one-on-one at training. Please. Box, <laughs> boxing practice. <laughs> no, I mean, that, that just, no, nah, I wouldn't have him. Toxic, toxic environment. And, yeah, I mean, look look on the weekend as well. Everyone's getting in his head now. Yeah. Everyone he yeah, comes up against is true. in his head. Now, Faz is living there rent-free. He's got a seven-bedroom mansion <laughs> in his head. <laughs> It's true. It's true. Yeah, no. So, I mean, for raw talent, yeah, sure. But for that's that's what I'm going for. I am going to go Gorsi. Young, 
pretty good. Oh, even Paulson. Paulson's started the season pretty yeah, well. Yeah, I'll take Paulson over Gorsi in a heartbeat. I'd take Cameron Cook over to Gorsi. Paulson, start, maybe a recency bias. But I'd, t- I'd take Pat Beach over well. Gorsi. <laughs> Legitimately, that's no joke. I wish Beachy was still here. Can I have another go? Yeah, go on. Garang. Oh, come on back, baby. That's a decent <laughs> shout. That's fair, actually. That's a decent <laughs> shout. Garang, Allo, Dream Team, up yeah, top. Yeah. Come back. Yeah. Garang, I don't really back. want him to because I want him to succeed. But I really, I want, really yeah. want him to come back because I really want to see him play more. Mm. Looking very quickly at the Coast Football Ramble Fantasy and Tipping Competitions, top of the pops this week in the fantasy uh, is Source Bottle FC Chris uh, with a round six score of 148, 637 total points. Uh, Hi, hey, Allo, surrendering top spot for the first time this season. Uh, Cameron there jumping down to second. Dunks Drunks FC in third, the Pav in fourth, and Chump Chops FC in fifth. As for yours truly, I'm down in 20th. Josh, I think you're uh, 24th, and Moz making a making a charge up the table in 26th. My round was tragic. I got 60. <laughs> yeah, pass it to Tulio, 48th spot. Yeah, not good. Mm. That's not all right. Good. Still time. Still time. It's a long season, mate. What's your rank? Like, uh, like what was your score? Sorry, 60. <laughs> yeah, whereabouts are you? I'm still Low. S- still scrolling. <laughs> 40 something. Minus, minus one for Gauchi. Oh, Zero for Popovich. It's the minuses that kill you, huh? Mm. 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 Oh, yeah, 18 so for Torres, but he was on the 40, bench. 49th, Kurt. We oh, might come. <laughs> Ouch. Pain. Yeah, pain. As for the Coast Football Ramble tipping competition, top of the pops is Timmy. Well, this is, this is weird. The username is Timmy, but their name is Mitchell. Mm. <laughs> hmm. Interesting. Uh, so we've got a three-way tie at the top. Timmy... Titan FC, which is Jim Quilting, I believe, uh, maybe. And Blue Steel, uh, all with 17 points. Somehow Blue Steel managed to get eight points in round six in the tipping competition. How did that work? Must have got the score right. Uh, yeah, Bonus? Margin? For margin? I don't think you do, but no, I don't know. Anyway, uh, Joyful in fourth. Um, yeah. The rest of us not doing so well. <laughs> I was just checking if I put tips in. I'm usually better when I put tips in or not always. Yeah, no, Moz, 13th, me, 17th. Yeah, no, we're experts. It's, it's a hard league to tip. It is. It's one of the hardest league in the world to tip. It's, it's tough. We used to do a $5 multi every week um, on the A-League, all games across the A-League, just, just pure, um, pure match results, no correct score or anything like that. I think in the three seasons that I did it, I only ever won twice. <laughs> because there's always like there's always maybe like a little upset, yet, and then there's there's a draw or whatever that you know stuffs you over. So mm. it's 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 very hard to tip for mm. sure. I'm shocked that I'm only four points off the lead after not putting in my tips. <laughs> <laughs> does it automatically tip the away teams? Or? I don't think it does. I don't I think, think it does. Oh, yeah. auto tips. I think it gets. <laughs> oh, okay. yeah. I don't know. Anyway, that's the, uh, the current state of play there. Don't forget to get your tips in or actually, no, do forget so that I can... Uh, Have a chance. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I want. <laughs> forget I said anything. You're listening to the Coast Football Ramble Podcast. I love you. No homo. Looking ahead to this Friday night, of course, back at our paradise. Last time game till New Year's, it is your Mariners facing off against Western United's uh, bottom of the table thriller. Uh, yeah, we'd won. They... Started the season, all right, with a win against uh, City, and then nosedived ever since. 
<laughs> a few a few narrow losses, but then they got absolutely smacked by the Wanderers. Um, and yeah, it's, Adelaide it's, handled them pretty easily, and then Wellington. Yeah. Wellington. I mean, who would have picked? Wellington to be top Welling, of the table. Top of the table, undefeated. Yeah, I never doubted him. I didn't tip him for the spoon. <laughs> I think I did. Don't listen back to our preseason <laughs> yeah. predictions. I think I did. <laughs> Pretty sure I've lost my predictions. Yeah. I think I tipped him for the spoon, so uh, that's not gone well. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, like you know, they, they've had a couple of narrow losses, but also did lose to Newcastle. So yeah, if you're losing to Newcastle in that's their current state, pretty, you're in you're in trouble. Yeah, you're yeah. in trouble. Yeah, so. just looking back at the results, got absolutely spanked by the Wanderers, as you say. Um, yeah, Adelaide, close loss to Wellington last week as well. But, yeah, let's hope that we can pile on the misery. You know, things seem to be on the up and up for us. Um, you know, four points from our last possible six, whereas they have got zero points from their last possible 15. Mm. And a, yeah, 15. Yeah. And a back line that has Josh Tristan and also Jacob Tratton in it, we should be putting five past. So, <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> Like I said before, but if, if we're serious about this season, this this is a, a pretty important game for Mark Jackson to to say, all right, we're not mm. seller dwellers here, <laughs> <laughs> given their recent form. Mm. Um, yeah, and I mean, like you look across their, their squad, and there's there's nothing really nothing really scares you about no, that. and like yeah. you know, Lockie Wales local boy done pretty good, but it can be a bit hot and cold. Yeah. When he's on, he's on. When he's on, he's on. Mm. You know, Noah Bothich has, has had little again, spurty bits here yeah. and there where he looks sort of dangerous. Just but that inconsistency of It's just again. inconsistent, yeah. Mm. And Pena? Pena, yeah, well, that's that's an interesting mm. little narrative within the narrative, isn't it? You know, the, the sort of stoush that Pena and, uh, and Simo had a couple of years yeah. ago when, when Pena was at, uh, at Newcastle. Hasn't 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 quite hit the same form as when he when he was at the Jets. Well, he, so did, his AC, yeah. he did his ACL, so he's still kind of, I guess, recovering from yeah. that kind of. Might be in that kind of gap year where he's not going to really hit the heights, but yeah, yeah. wouldn't put it past him to hit heights because he's a pretty good player. And Thurgate's the only other one in that sort of squad that you know jumps out and you go, yeah, he's he's decent. Yeah, and like even even their bench on the weekend, there's not that much depth or danger on there. You know, like. Rukovitsa is, is <laughs> 47 uh, year old Nikita Rukovitsa. Feels like he's been overseas for about 28 years and then he comes back and he's only 33 or something. I don't know. <laughs> he's <laughs> not 30. 30. He's 36. Is he? Yep. Yeah. Same age as Lucho Garcia. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's, I, I don't know. I, if I had to pick a coach to be get the, get the flick next, I'd no. probably unfortunately go for. Old Johnny Aloisi, who we would gladly have back at his peak, John, if you're listening, uh, <laughs> but may be out of a job quite soon if he doesn't pick things up. Just, yeah. just haven't. I think he's feeling the pressure as well. There was a post game interview yeah. on, they, on Paramount, and they lost your cousin, who was their best player, oh, Priyovich. Yeah, they haven't replaced yeah. him. No, they have 100%. not replaced him. So that, that's yeah. that's a big threat that's gone. Yeah. So can I just can I just ask? We don't boo Lockie, do we? Nah. nah. I'm nah. just put, I'm just putting that on the record here because nah. actually we do. I've, I've seen, yeah, but I've seen I it say, and heard it. And can I say, please, don't, people. Yeah, it wasn't his choice to leave. He would have stayed no. if he wasn't, if he, you know, if he was getting paid a little bit more than 110 bucks a week. He's probably <laughs> as coasty as just about anyone who's booing him. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, know, I, did, I mean, he I did have the that. opportunity to come back, but I think he went to Western United instead. He can't knock a player who, you know, had that history with us and moved on in that way, mm. um, taking his opportunities when he can. That's football. Yeah, um, had we so had we offered him, you know, an actual, at least a scholarship deal or something like that, then yeah. 
Yeah, but it just makes me cringe because I reckon we booed him last time. I think we probably booed really? Connor I'd Payne as well, which I think is wrong as well. Anyone that boos Connor Payne can get in the fucking seat. I was about to bring yeah. that up and say oh, I'm sure people boo Connor Payne, and mm. there's he absolutely no us way. One year when we were yeah. absolute, he was yeah, he was bollocks. one of the only ones we that actually gave a shit. Absolute exactly. dog water for yeah. however long we were, and he was the only one that cared. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I remember a day in Melbourne when he ca- we got he was in tears, and he was in tears. I was yeah, we were there that day. It's crazy, like like that's how much he cared, and then then to hear people booing him was like oh my god, don't. No, Stop weird. it. Stop mm. it. Weed bag. <laughs> anyway, score predictions for this one, gents. 2 0. 3 0. I'm on the two wagon. Going to put that in my tips now. Mm. What, 2 0? Yep. Mm. 2 all. What? Really? <laughs> the negativity <laughs> in this podcast. <laughs> Incredible. Oh, you guys are all going for the win. I just want to be different, all right? <laughs> I'm just being difficult. Uh, no, 2-1 Mariners. Mariner will win. Well, that's just about all we have time for this week on the Coast Football Ramble Podcast. Uh, ladies and gents, thanks once again all so much for tuning in. And uh, until Friday night, uh, it's lovely to say goodbye. And I appreciate that. That was good fun. Yeah, cheers, man. No, we try and make it fun. That's what we do. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now tell us the real goss. What's going on? No. <laughs> I'll tell you what, fellas. <laughs> yeah, here we go. <laughs>